Welcome to Get Your Swag Back with Steve Clements. This podcast is a brash, barrier-breaking, unapologetic look at the modern male, his masculinity, and the lies he has taught on how to attract, date, and act in relationships with women. We uncover and expose the problems men have in the dating arena, especially after a bad breakup or divorce, and show them how to set their ship straight. We also look into the mind of women and why they may stay with one man versus another, unveil the secret language of women, teach you women speak, and the positive traits that women come running to when they see you in the modern masculine man. Make your comeback, take your balls back, and get your swag back. Welcome to Get Your Swag Back with Steve Clements. This podcast is unapologetic look at a, the man's modern-day masculinity. Welcome to Steve Clements. Guys, I introduce myself. 58-year-old man who uh, has been through uh, some lifetime of uh, learning and ups and downs of what I learned about life and how I was acting as a man in my masculinity and how I turned it around. A little background on me, I'm a government worker. I've retired after 35 years. I'm also a part-time bartender and did that for on and off for 15 years. Still do it now just to keep my skills sharp, my people skills, my talking skills, and just to watch basically how guys kind of, you know, crash and burn on dates, on matchcom.com dates, which is pretty much why I got into this, just trying to help guys out become better men and use the experiences I've learned in making my transition uh, from becoming kind of a weak guy into a kind of a more masculine man, learn, get into my masculinity, become a better man, become a better partner in my relationship, seeking out women that align with me, and also you know, just becoming a better person, just becoming a better man, showing up as a better man for my children and my present girlfriend. But uh, a little background, I was in a long-term marriage that uh, pretty much was not a very, kind of a loveless marriage. I had three wonderful children, though. Got three great kids. And after I um, realized that I wasn't, you know, I couldn't go on with this woman. It just was very too toxic, and I didn't want to be miserable for the rest of my life. I pretty much did some uh, stupid shit, went out and cheated on her, and eventually she, you know, she told me to leave, and we split up. But uh, that subconsciously that was my main thing just to get out of the relationship and then when I did the woman I cheated on she basically stomped on my heart she uh, went out and cheated on me so January 1st of the new year I was broken down dark and depressed and I um said you know what I had a lousy marriage and a lousy you know romance right out right off the bat I'm gonna learn how to be a better guy, learn how to you know, deal with women, how to be better in relationships, and turn it around. I drew the line in the sand. And what I did, I um, read a lot of books, and I read uh, a couple of books that really inspired me. Uh, one was Corey Wayne's 3% Man. kind of became my uh, workbook, my practice book. It gave me a lot of information on how to show up as a man in relationships and dating and relationships. And also uh, how to act and not act and not act, how to show up and, you know, in your masculinity and, and be in and date properly and be in a relationship properly and basically be the man, be the leader. But also show me how to change my life. Another great book I read was David Dieta's Way of the Superior Man. Also read uh, Andrew Furby's 
Dating for the Modern Man. A lot of great books out the five languages of love or the five love languages. I've read uh, Fearless Approaching Women by Joe Ducard. A lot of different books uh, that can help you out you know, to develop your skills in relationships and in dating women, understanding women, be able to uh, find women that, you know, the green light women, I call them, quoting Andrew Furby, the women that have uh, you know, all the qualities you want and that are positive, growth mindset, you know, flexible, got your back, loyal, trustworthy. And also showed me the red flags you know, of women that you need to watch out for. You know, the the self-absorbed women, the women that like kind of criticize your servers or your bartenders and look down on them. You know, those red flags are everywhere. A woman can be beautiful, but if she has these red flags. You might want to not uh, torture yourself with this type of woman because they will abuse you in the relationship. But also, you have to find yourself what your your truth is, what your likes are, what you want in a woman. You know, how to clarify your, your goals or qualities in a woman that you want and the qualities that you don't want. And kind of be kind of selfish in that way and look to make your life a better life. Because when your life is good and things are going good, everything else goes good. And you're in a quality relationship with a woman that who's uh, the woman you want or the woman that is what you're looking for. Things flow a lot easier. There's a lot less drama, a lot less headaches, a lot less tension. A lot more open communication if she's in your, you know, she's got your back. If she's uh, the woman that you know, aligns with you. So what I did, I uh, read Corey Wayne's book and I wrote down and studied and I used a lot of the uh, techniques he advised on. And I went out there in about, I studied for about, I'd say two months because I was still grieving, still trying to find myself. And I wasn't ready to jump into anything you know, go more dating because I want to basically show up as a better man and work on myself. So what I did, I um, I started, you know, approaching women. I approached women at the gym. I approached women at the bar. I asked women out at the restaurant bar I work at. I, I asked women at the gym. I, I'd be out in the stores or the malls, and I'd see a beautiful woman. And if I had to, you know, I'd go up if she was, like, just looking at something, I'd approach her. If I saw a beautiful you know, sales clerk lady that I wanted to talk to, I'd talk to them. It was very difficult. I was very. It was very hard at first. You know, I was stumbling and fumbling and bumbling. You know, it was just you make mistakes, but that's how you grow. The best thing for you to do is just put your head down and go and try. Open up your mouth and ask them because women will respect you when you do that. Women will honor you because you made that 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 jump. You had the balls to do that, and uh, so you got. You need to approach women. You need to go out there and talk to them. And at first, you're going to be bad, just like anything, like golf. You know, your first time you go out and play golf, you suck. You know, you're hitting the ball, you're missing the ball, topping the ball, you're hitting the ball to the right, you're hitting the ball to the left. You can't putt worth a shit. But that's the way it is. You got to learn and you got to have a coach, you know, to kind of show you the proper way to, you know, in golf to stand, to hit the ball, to approach the ball. Same with women. You have to learn how to stand, stand up straight. You have to learn how to approach a woman in a friendly, fun fashion. You know, how to hit the ball, how to talk to ladies, what to say, what not to say, you know, and that's how you do it. By the more and more you do it and the more kind of swings you take or the more, you know, at bat you are, the better you become and you become more comfortable and you become more confident. You overcome that fear. It's always going to be fearful, but it becomes less fearful, becomes more of a challenge to you because now you're kind of when you start getting into that mode of where it's a challenge, you're trying to figure out, hey, is this girl, is she the type of girl I want to date. 
you know, you go out on a date and it's kind of more like an interview. You know, once you get the number and you ask the girl out and we set a date, you go out on a date, it's like you're doing an interview pretty much. You have to look at it that way. You have to look at it like, how can you impress me, honey? I mean, what's your deal? What are you all about? What are your values? What are your goals? And that's the way you have to approach it because let me tell you, you ask questions, your job on a date is to ask questions, to find out what she's all about and listen because women love to talk and women love to talk about themselves. And if you show interest in them and you're asking questions and you shut up and listen and take mental notes, those women after a while will say, wow, this guy's really interested in me. You know, you don't want to sit there and, and, and spill your food salad all over the bar. You don't want them, you know, to know every aspect of your life because that bores women. Okay. If you're not a mystery or a challenge to them, they're done with you, you know. So what you want to do is remain mystery, mysterious, be a little bit of a challenge. Don't give in to her request or her ask, you know. If she asks you a question while you're asking her questions, you kind of flip the switch and turn it back on her. Give a really like a one-word answer about what question she asked and say, well, what about you? What about your college days? Where did you go to college? And kind of just get back to asking her questions. Put her pretty much in on the spotlight and you know, get information from her that you would you would be looking for in the type of woman you want to date. So in that process of doing that, this attracts women to you because if you're mysterious and you're a challenge, the femininity in that woman lights up and you're showing your masculinity by being patient and not being like in scarcity mode or begging or a lot of guys like to are dead and insecure, like to just, you know, say, I got this great car and I got this great condo and blah, blah, blah. Women don't want to hear about you. They want to talk about themselves. <laughs> you need to go out and ask questions about them and show interest in them because that helps you out in deciding whether you want to take her out on a second date. And that's the way you got to look at it. Does she have the qualities I want in a woman that I want to take out on a second date? What is also helpful when you're out and you're, you maybe want to talk to women you're out about, you're out in um, social situations, you see a lady that you're interested in. If she's interested in you, a couple ways you figure that out is if she you know, maybe glances at you and looks away or glances at you and smiles, or maybe she gets in your orbit. You know, maybe she comes, brushes up against you. You know, those are signs of attraction. When women put your, themselves in your orbit, and flirt with you or they look at you or, you know, laugh and look away or smile at you. Those are signs of levels of attraction. You need to approach her immediately, okay? Because that's that's a hot, a target-rich environment because when women show attraction in you, you want to accelerate the process by going over and talking to her. And it ends up, you'll find out in the first couple of minutes whether... You know, she's someone you want to still talk to by asking questions. If she's laughing at your stupid jokes, if she's uh, smiling a lot, if she's maybe touching you, then you'll know that she may be, you know, someone you may want to, may want to pursue. It's always good to um, ask a few questions, listen, kind of joke around. And then if you're at a, you know, if you're at a party or something and you want to talk to more women, you know, get her phone number, ask for her phone number and say, hey, it's great talking to you. Can I get you, you know, get your phone number and just go silent? And if she gives it to you, she gives it to you. If she doesn't, she asks for your number. She says, no, 
uh, why don't I get your number? That's pretty much like, well, we've talked for a little bit and she's not interested in you. That's what she's saying. So you just back off and think, no, no, I usually don't do that. I don't give out my number. If I can get yours, if you like, if not, no problem. Nice meeting you. But, you know, that's pretty much a sign of no attraction. Unless you really, if she comes back and says, well, here, here's my number. Give me a call. And, you know, then she'll know she kind of tested you right there. But um, you always want to get the number from them. And then when you get their number and she asks you for your number, then you give her your number. And then end it right there and say, it was nice meeting you. I'll see you later. And then try to go around out and about. And if you see other women you want to talk to, you do the same thing. But if that if the one lady that you're talking to is showing a really high level of attraction to you, if she's, um, you know, touching all this, you may want to stay with her and just, you know, keep the process going. Maybe it'll end up, you know, you guys making out or whatever later on. But first thing you got to do is start approaching women and looking for high levels of attraction helps you approach, make it easier. Another way of getting into kind of more of a easier settings to ask women out is get into social activities that you like to do. Like if you like, you know, hiking or you like biking or if you like, you know, different types of activities and groups, you may want to get involved in those groups. And especially if women are involved, then you'll have something mutual to talk about and it makes conversations a lot easier. It makes it easier for you to approach them. But you always want to make being in an environment where you thrive in or try to you know, be in an environment where you thrive in, you know, because it makes you more comfortable and somebody who has a similar interest as you, it makes them more comfortable and you have something to relate with and it makes conversations easier. But the first thing you need to do if you want to go out and meet women, you have to get out there and talk to women and ask them out. And overcoming that fear is probably one of the, the best things you can do is just by doing it because it gives you more confidence and it, it uh, kind of busts that fear of you going into that unknown and breaking that barrier. But you know, that is a part of the, the game. It, what makes you a more confident man is by you know, you know going after your fears, facing your fears, and going through with it. And it's not, not as difficult as you think because when you approach your women and they, you get rejected, it, you know, it sucks. But you know what? Two things happen you become stronger and more confident in approaching women. Also, that woman has a lot of respect for you for what you did. Because I know a lot of lady friends that I have that are single, they go to bars and guys will sit there and stare at them. And it's kind of creepy if you keep staring at them. It, and she'll, she'll ask me, why don't guys approach me? They sit there and look at me, but they don't approach me. Because a lot of guys don't have the balls to do it, you know? And if you have the balls to do it, you know, there's gold in them dare hills, you know what I'm saying? If you approach women and ask them and they're attracted to you, guess what? You've overcome a big barrier. Plus, you may have met a new friend or a new girlfriend. It's always good to ask. It's better to ask than not to ask. It's better to know than not know, right? It's better to find out than not know at all because it will drive you crazy not knowing all. Better just to do it. Even if you do get rejected, you'll know, okay? She wasn't attracted to you, all right? Or if she is attracted to you, bingo, you know? You just never know until you try and make that approach. But these are things that I do and that I've done. I got on to online dating too. I had a lot of dates through online dating and there were a lot of very interesting. I went out with about 20 girls on online dating and you know, it was pretty interesting. I met a lot of nice, interesting ladies. A lot had some chemistry with, a lot. It was more not having chemistry with some, 
than having chemistry. About three or four of them I had chemistry with. But there were signs that I didn't like. Like this one chick, we had a great time. And we were um, talking, laughing, having a great time. But she was, uh, she liked to smoke. I don't like smokers. And she also was a little princess. She wanted me to pay for everything and all this, that. And, uh, and she flat out told me, I expect the guy to pay for everything. And I'm like, well, I don't, you know, I've been in that situation. I got burned by that. So that was one thing I didn't like about that situation. But, um, and you have to choose whether you want to deal with that or not. And I would say choose, you know, go with your gut. If you don't like it, don't deal with it. There's there's a lot of girls out there. There's three and a half billion women out in the world, okay? You take you three lifetimes to date, maybe 10% of that. All right, there's a lot of women out there. You just have to go out and seek out and find them. There's one lady that uh, wasn't ready to date. I dated her three times, and she was a sweetheart. We had a great time, but, you know, I'd go for the kiss because you always want to go for the kiss on the lips after the first date. That shows a sign of interest. Well, I did that, took her out, we had a great time, went for the kiss, she gave me the cheek. Three times she did that, and I'm like, you know what, she's not ready to date because she had lost her husband about a year before I found out, and she just was not ready to date. She wasn't ready to let go. She wasn't done through the grieving process, and that's just something you say, well, I don't want a project. I don't want someone who's got their mind on somebody else, so I moved on, and so I kept dating and had a lot of great experiences. But nothing really happened until I met this the twenty girl twenty one. <laughs> Just um, when we had our first date, it was kind of awkward, and it was when I found out later is this was her first date after she's been divorced, and she had been divorced for like a year or so, and she'd never been out on a date after that. And she was a little awkward. She was a little, you know, a little shy, and I didn't think it was went too great. But at the end of the date, you know, she was pretty, and and she seemed like a very nice lady. So, of course, I went for the kiss, and it was funny because after I kissed her, she just stood there like, what the hell just happened, you know? I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I said, okay, well, take care. I'll see you again. And I, I kissed her again, and she kind of shook her head and was like, like, what, you know? I'm like, are you okay? She said, I'll tell you later. And so I found out, you know, she hadn't had kissed anybody but her husband, I mean, her husband was her first love and her, her, you know, first. And so she wasn't used to that. And funny thing is that lit a fire under her on her second date. She was all over me. So from then on, we, we dated and then we became exclusive. And now we are in a relationship. And it's funny how it happened because I broke a day with her previously because I had like four other dates that day and I had to break you know, dating, I broke it with her because she was the furthest away from me and uh, ended up that, hey, we're a year later, we're in a relationship. So it's funny how things work out, but she had a lot of high uh, attraction levels towards me. She was very affectionate with me. She laughed a lot, touching me and holding my hand. She'd go for my hand. But those high level attractions are things you have to look for in women to date. Because that's what you want. You want women that are attracted to you. Ends up that after that, me and her you know, started dating and, and going to a relationship. I decided that I ended my career in the government. I don't wanted to go, you know, show other guys who were down, dark, and depressed and angry, and who wanted to learn more about becoming a better man, becoming better in relationships, and understanding women. So I went on my quest, and I got you know, certified as a life purpose coach. 
uh, certified in NLP. I started online course making and started a podcast. So this is my podcast on helping guys how to become better in their dating and relationships, show up as a masculine man, and show how they can you know, have victory in their dating and relationship life. And I show you the way, the way I did it. But that's my story. And I hope this helps you guys in any way. I hope you can you know, listen to me again. And I give you more clues how to speak, you know, womenese, how to, you know, stand up to a woman who is just, you know, they want that. They want women want you to stand up to them. And all the other different things you need to learn in the dating and relationship life to have success. So thanks for listening. I hope to see you and hear from you again, you know, some of your comments. And if you want a personal coaching uh, session with me, go to swagbagdoc at gmail.com, S-W-A-G back doc 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 at gmail.com and you can find out more about how you can do hourly sessions with me i can help you on the way all right take care and remember folks remember fellas it ain't over till they're patting you on the face with a shovel thank you for tuning in to get your swag back podcast with steve clements and if you like this shit please subscribe rate and review it on your favorite podcast platform also, if you know anyone that may need to hear this podcast, which is 90% of the men in the world, send them my way. Please send us your feedback, questions, and comments to swagbackdocdoc at gmail.com. I love reading hate mail. Thanks for listening, and fellas, take your balls back and get your swag back. See you next podcast.